Hello, welcome to the Uncle Kelvin Podcast, episode 28. Episode 28. I am your host, Uncle Kelvin. Big Kel. Kelvin? Yep. It'll all tie in together, you guys. Just trust me, it'll all tie in. Alright, I really appreciate you guys tuning in. I want to thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, tell a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. This is how we get this thing blown up. And my original listeners, you know you guys, I always got you guys in mind. I give you guys freebies and lookouts. So come on, we gonna do this. So let's see what we gonna get into today. And we're gonna keep it real simple today. I'm gonna go ahead and talk my shit. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't say that. I'm going to go ahead and um, basically explain to you guys how I am able to um, present myself in a manner that is most discreet and honorable amongst all people. Um, I was raised on the south side of Chicago where um, I learned to uh, interact with others on certain levels where um, it was genuine and in other terms, it became quite, um, how can I say it? I learned to talk my shit. That's right. This that episode. This that episode. Where I'm gonna talk my shit. Let me go ahead and break it down for you. Here it is. Big Kale. Six foot three. 210 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal. I'm a rich woman's lover and a poor woman's dream. You know what I mean? I done dined with kings and queens and sat in the alley and ate pork and beans. I'm the American dream, baby. I got the biggest arms in the world. And if you go ahead and tell, you can look at your girl. She look up at me like a big tall tree. And all she want to do is lay up under the shade of me. So you know how I get down. Original last name Brown. So let's get into it. All right, this is going to be a quick, quick, quick episode. We're going to make it easy for you and me. And my main man, Remington. <laughs> Shout out to Remington on Ice. Remy on Ice. Go go blow up that Instagram on Remy on Ice. All right. So uh, let's get into it. Dave Chappelle just recently released a comedy special on Netflix called The Closer. Very funny. I've watched it already. It's Dave Chappelle being Dave Chappelle, doing Dave Chappelle, and... If you don't know Dave Chappelle, uh, I'm pretty sure my listeners do. But if you don't, he's one of the best comedians ever to do comedy. All right. 
I say that, and I can also tell you that Dave has been doing comedy since he was about 15, 16 years old. He's about maybe 47, 48 now. So he's been doing comedy like 30 years almost, if not more. He studied this craft, you know what I mean? To a certain extent where he's worked with everybody. He's worked different types of rooms. He's done big, big shows. He's done uh, small shows. He's done TV pilots and all that different nature. He's done all these things. One of the great. As he said in his special, he's considered one of the GOATs, one of the greatest of all time. Shout out to LL Cool J. I think he made that. Uh, I think he want to popularize that as far as greatest of all time. Anyway, back to Dave Chappelle. Yes, he is one of the GOATs. In certain people's eyes, he is the GOAT. And he named his last comedy special The Closer. I have a reason to believe why he named it the closer, maybe because it was the last deal at Netflix. I'm pretty sure he has not stopped doing comedy. I'm almost certain of that. I don't think really comedians who are really true comedians really stopped doing comedy. I know a, a few comedians and they never really stopped doing comedy. You know what I mean? You might, not do it as much. You might not go on the road. You might not do as many local spots, but you never really stop doing it from the people that were like comedians, comedians. So I don't believe that. I think this, I think that's just the thing, but there was an individual. And like I said, I was going to speak on this individual's name. I was not going to say this person's, name but he decided to make a post and his post uh shows uh dave chappelle and it says the closer final special october 5th and on the bottom of the post it says then the ryan roly poly davis era begins Dude, uh, I'm claiming it, exclamation point, exclamation point, watch. Uh, Words can't express how serious I am about this. Bruh. I'm sure you are pretty serious about this. And he had dot, 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 dot. And if you look at the post, you can almost see, like, Dave look like, nigga, what? <laughs> He's looking like nigga. Who the fuck is you? Well, I don't even know you, and I hate your guts. I hope all the bad things in life happen to you and nobody else but you. Nigga, I don't know who the fuck you are, nigga. Who the fuck? If you look at the post, you're like, who the fuck is this ugly motherfucker? Right, N nigga? No, no, it will not be a Ryan Davis error. Your error will not exist. You have a non-existent error, roly-poly. You ain't claiming, what are you claiming? Nobody knows who the fuck you are. And I told you, 
I'm on your motherfucking heels because you opened your fucking mouth. If you would have kept your motherfucking mouth shut and never opened your motherfucking mouth up about a motherfucker you don't know shit about, I wouldn't be on your motherfucking punk ass, ugly ass. But because you decided to open your mouth, now I'm on you. And like I said, it wasn't just me. It wasn't me. Hey, check this out. Hey, Remy, hit the clip. Hit the clip. Now you see, that didn't have anything to do with me. That had nothing to do with me, Ryan Roly Poly Davis. So you can't go ahead and claim an error unless you come to your truth. So face your truth. All right. And with that being said, that brings us into Uncle Kelvin's unsolicited advice. <laughs> so let's go Uncle Kelvin's unsolicited advice please remember the hashtag T-U-K-P advice so I can give you guys this advice that you need thank you thank you thank you how many thank questions you. do we have what we got uh four five I think we've always had like four or five questions for the past few episodes which is good it's pretty decent to have like four or five questions all right, so let's go. Question one. This comes from Metalac 20. My boyfriend paid for another girl's nudes. Okay. <laughs> I found out yesterday morning, but I'm not sure exactly what happened. I'm a 25-year-old female, and he's 22-year-old male. We've been together for a year. And it has been really great for the most part. Also, prior to me, he had never had a girlfriend. When we first got together, I found a bunch of girls nude in his phone. And he just excused and never deleted them. Yesterday, I was going to plug his phone in and a girl I had never heard of was typing on his phone. Neither of us care if we go through each other's phones or whatever. So I looked at and found the girl's nudes all over the chat. I was horrified and I looked and I couldn't look or I didn't do anything else and I was in tears running to the bathroom. He heard me and was trying to talk it out. I guess one night that I wasn't with him Okay, she got, she got, she got. All right, story time. Plenty of, okay, hold on. Okay, one night when I wasn't with him, a girl he had snapped from years ago 
posted a news on a story for money. I guess he slid up and cashed after money to her. I'm not going to blast him, but he told me it was essentially a trauma response as he was going to help with a professional. I was a junior in high school, so I understand the trauma that comes with, but looking at other girls' news when you have a girlfriend doesn't seem like it's that helpful. I know I'm angry and upset, but I'm confused and lost. Yeah, I'm confused and lost. I don't understand your question. I am confused. You have me confused and lost. Okay, I'm sorry. I am confused and lost. He's always been so amazing to me and would do anything for me. But I'm sick over this. I'd love advice or whatever input you have. Okay, you love some advice. All right, so first of all, I really don't understand your question, but I'm going to give you some advice because that's what we do here. All right, your your old man is paying to get some uh, female pictures off the internet, you saying. All right. Now, if he paid for him, he paid for him. You say you went through his phone and saw him. All right, then, so you know what type of freaky stuff he into. So now you just got to go ahead and do the freaky stuff that he into. I'm sorry. Do the freaky stuff he into or just let him just go ahead and order the pictures. Because once he ordered the pictures, then he just ordered the pictures. Maybe he's just a picture freak. I know people who just enter the pictures. He might just be into the pictures. But then if he dwell deeper, if he go deeper into his demons, then those pictures become reality then that's something that you got to deal with on your own as far as that. Uncle Kelvin's unsolicited advice. So let's go. Question number two is just three, because I remember I gave Roly Poly his shit. So let's go. I dropped, this comes from random, oh, random. Okay, they didn't put their name down. Okay, then they don't want to be known. I heard that. Protect your anonymity. And you don't want to be known. I'm glad you're listening, though, to the Uncle Kelvin podcast. So here we go. Your question is, I dropped water on my mom's candle while it was a flame, and now it won't light up. What do I do? My mom hit me a lot over it and told me she needs it fixed or she'll take all my things away. Thanks in advance. Also, I'm sorry if it doesn't match the, uh, what you're trying to help with. I couldn't find anybody else to help. Everyone thanks trying to help me means a lot. All right, then. Check this out. Uh, you drop water on your mama candle. I'm guessing it was one of them religious candles. Like uh, like the Mexicans. Oh, I keep bringing up Mexicans. Shout out to the Mexicans. I'm sure they ain't the only people that got candles, okay? I'm sure some of the Catholics and everybody else, they got candles, okay? So obviously you put it on the candle and not, uh, you might be Haitian or you might be under the Vandu. People have different candle sculptures or whatever. So now this you do. You got to dry the candle out, man. It's not a big deal. Pour the water off with the candle. Dry the wick out, you know what I mean? Keep lighting it or whatever. You'll, you'll get that candle back and apologize and whatever type of things your mother is into, pray to that and you should be all right. 
Uncle Kelvin solicited advice. This comes from Asset Architect. Asset Architect question is how to discipline employees when they are also friends. Oh, I know that. I know that dilemma. I've had friends that work for me and I've also worked for friends. Both of those could be very bad situations. Money and friends. All right, so let's go. I work as a, I'm going to summarize this because like I say, he's quite, he's quite thorough. So I see why you're the supervisor or as you say, the team leader, because you're quite thorough, but here goes. I work as a team leader in a medium sized company it is located in a small town where almost all of us know each other. Two of my friends are also my employees. I interviewed them and hired them for the job. I've known them for over 15 years. I love him as a brother and respect his family and the other one uh, I cycle with every weekend. I'm close to them and they're very good work colleagues. For a long time now, my friends think that no one can do anything to them because they are my friends. Because of them increasingly take advantage of my goodness and that is the problem. I have talked to them many times and they do not take me seriously. Tomorrow I have to discipline them because they do not do their job, which they are paid for. This will be difficult for me, but I hope I will do the right thing. Please give me some advice how to properly discipline them. All right then, so here we go. This you do. You call them in the office, you say, hey man, check this out. She's real out here, man. All right? She's real out here. They on my head. Always blame it on somebody else, man. They on my head. They on my head because you motherfuckers in here goofing off on some goofball stuff. So get y'all stuff together, man. You know what I mean? Because if I lose my job, it's going to be crime on the streets. If y'all don't get y'all stuff good, I'm going to get fired. And they're going to bring somebody in that's going to fight both of y'all. You got to scan with the somebody else on top of your head type of deal. Conselho não solicitado do Uncle Kelvin. Last question. Who we got? Last question. This question comes from Unicorn 79. Come on, man. All right, then. Give me the question. Unicorn 79 asks, what can I do to not help your podcast? <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Hashtag, I don't listen to the Uncle Kelvin podcast. <laughs> All right. All right, Unicorn 79. I don't know. Um, I sort of might know where, where you're coming from, who you might be or where you're coming from, but I can tell you what, Unicorn 79. You can take your ass up out of here and go ahead and keep listening and sharing, subscribing to the podcast. T-U-K-P, we won't be stopped. <laughs> All right. And on that note, we're out of here. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Peace. We out. <laughs>